As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast and happy June, my friends. Lock your doors and pull the covers over your head because it's officially eclipse season and Mercury is in retrograde. Just kidding. You don't have to stop living your life the next few weeks. In fact, it's even more powerful when we can work with these cosmic energies to make quantum leaps in our lives. If you get Chani Nicholas's horoscope emails, and I'll link to her in the show notes, she says that total eclipses, like the one we just had last week, are like an energetic reboot to our system. Except we have to be powered down before the switch can be flipped back on. Our body is going to feel it the most, and I've definitely been experiencing that. The nerves in my head started going haywire a few days before the eclipse, my eye, my nose, my cheek, and my ear on the right side of my face all started aching or swelling on the same day. So this was the third of four eclipses in Sagittarius. So for the past year, we've been asked to scale back, energetically exfoliate, and reconsider the repercussions of staying booked and busy. And with Mercury in retrograde, communications can get complicated. So it's time to slow all the way down, prioritize what's urgent, and quiet everything else, which is the perfect medicine for today's discussion. But before we jump into that, I have a few quick notes to share. First of all, thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you who joined me for last week's special event, Toning with the Earth's Grids, whether you were there live or you watched the replay, your energy was felt by me, the other participants, and the entire planet. It's pretty magical what we can do together, and I'm honored to be in service to the Earth in this lifetime with all of you. One of my main goals for this podcast is that it will connect me to my soul family all around the world that I might not otherwise be able to find. So when we gather to work together like this, I know that's exactly what's happening. We're finding each other and remembering what we said we'd come here to do in our lives, and I know it's making a huge impact. So again, thank you. And if you weren't able to join us live and you haven't watched the replay, I'll link to it in the show notes so that you can add your magic to our collective effort. Time isn't linear, so whenever you tune in, you'll be connecting to our group in live time. Okay, so now on to the next meetup, and these will be in person. I am so excited to get out and about and begin connecting with you in your neck of the woods. I have two meetups planned this month to coincide with my road trip in a few weeks. The first one will be on Saturday, June 19th in Sedona, Arizona. 
I wish we'd have some time to do a group hike, but my schedule is pretty limited while I'm there, so we'll be meeting for dinner somewhere in town. And then on Tuesday, June 22nd, I'll be hosting a meetup in Salt Lake City. Again, it'll be a dinner gathering as I'm just passing through on my way back home. But make sure you're on my email list and in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers Facebook group where I'll be sure to share all the details on the time and locations of each meetup. And if you live nearby either of these locations, I hope I will see you there. For the rest of the summer, I will be here in Montana taking care of guests at our Airbnb, but I expect to be out and about again in the fall, maybe even on the East Coast. So stay tuned for more details. I'm also hoping to host a multi-day retreat in September or early October for Earth Tenders Academy students. I'm just working on pinning down a location for us. So I cannot wait to see you all and explore the magical places that you love. Okay, one more thing before we talk about this week's topic. It is the first episode of the month, which means I will share an energetic essence of a place with you at the end of the episode. This location feels like summer vacation to me, maybe because I took a summer vacation there years ago, but I'll tell you more about that in a bit. If this is the first time you're listening to one of these episodes, the way it works is that I pull the energy or essence of a particular location up, kind of like taking a file out of a filing cabinet in my energy field. My higher self then hands that file over to your higher self, who will know exactly how the essence of that place will be most useful to you. And then the file will be downloaded into your energy field. I didn't quite mean for that to be such a technical metaphor, but that's how I see it happened in my mind's eye. So just like working with a flower or a crystal essence, the essence of a place will work on each person differently. You don't need to do anything, but be open to receiving the medicine of that location. This month's place feels to me like laying on a blanket in the grass next to a lake with the warm sun on your skin and a cool breeze blowing while you spend hours reading your favorite book. Oh yeah, that's the summer vacation balm we all need right now. I am already feeling this essence coming through. But before we float off on a cloud for a beautiful nap in the sunshine, let's talk about making plans to actually get away. Now, Depending on where you are in the world, this may be more dream than reality, but I want to talk about how you can plan your own personal retreat this summer. I mean, I would suggest that you plan something this month, right now, before the time gets away from you and we're back to pumpkin spice everything again. Even if you can't leave your town or even your home, you can plan a retreat. And after the past year and a half, we need it. I will admit that my life is pretty low stress. I haven't had to homeschool anyone or manage toddlers in my Zoom, and my husband and I are both self-employed, so we more or less can set our own schedules. But it hasn't always been that way. We worked hard and made a number of drastic changes to our lives over the past decade that not everyone understood at the time. Sometimes it may have looked like we were going backwards, but it was with a purpose to a bigger vision. And there's been no other moment in time where we were so happy to have made those difficult choices than in the past year. But I'm getting off topic. The point is that 
even with our relatively low stress lifestyle, when we took a few days back in January to get away to a place with a beautiful sauna experience, it wasn't until I was in the sauna and took a deep cleansing breath that I felt my entire body relax in a way that it hadn't in at least a year. I didn't even realize what my body had been holding and carrying. So my guess is that you know you need to get away. But even if you don't think you do, I promise you, you do. Because no matter your living situation, there just isn't much peace and quiet to be found at home, work, or online over the past year. So when you're ready to hit the reset button, I highly suggest you create your own little personal retreat. Even if it's in your own house, if you can manage to get it all to yourself for a few hours. I'm sure you already know the reasons why you need to get away. The short version is probably fewer things to do, fewer things to think about, and fewer notifications pinging your phone and computer 24-7. Now, when you plan a retreat yourself, it can be whatever you want it to be. You might be dreaming of an all-inclusive beach vacation where you'll finally read that stack of books on your nightstand or in your Kindle, or a cabin in the woods to work on your writing, or a wellness retreat with daily meditation, yoga, journaling, massages. But the nice thing about a personal retreat is that you make all the rules. There's no group schedule to keep up with, nothing on the agenda that you don't like doing, and it can last as long as you'd like. Ultimately, you can decide exactly how you'd like to retreat from the busyness of your daily life to rest, recharge, and reconnect. So before you dive into planning the details, the first thing to do is to take a moment and set your intention for the retreat. Take a few quiet minutes with a journal and write down the true purpose for your time away. Is there anything you want to accomplish or things you specifically don't want to do? Here are a few prompts that might get you started. You could say, my biggest challenge right now is, and then fill in the blank. Or a retreat would help me. During my retreat, I will feel. Those are all prompts to get you started. But once you've set some intentions, think about whether this is a solo retreat or if you'd like to invite others. Depending on what it is you're working on, you may want your spouse or a business partner to join you for some dedicated time together. Or you may really just need to be all alone. Regardless, take the time to decide what your boundaries will be during your time away. Are you going completely off the grid or will you check in daily? Make sure your family knows what to expect. I find we often say things to ourselves like, I really need my phone to be on just in case there's an emergency call I need to take. Now, most of the time, that's not true. There is no emergency. And for me, I get much more restful sleep or uninterrupted meditation and writing time when I just turn my phone all the way off. But hey, it's your retreat. So you get to do what works for you. Now, letting your intention guide your planning Come up with a focus for your retreat. You could even give it a name, just like an organized retreat you might book. Start by making a list of the things you definitely want to include in your time away. And don't forget time to stay up late, under the stars, wake up with the sun, or just sleep in with the blinds closed. 
I find nature and rest the two best remedies for resetting my physical and energetic body. And what you might actually need the most is sleep. But here are a few ideas that'll help you plan your itinerary. You might want to reflect and integrate with meditation, journaling, walking, or just sitting in nature. Or feel like you most want to nurture your body with stretching and yoga, hiking or dancing, massage or delicious food. This time might be good for you to get creative with artwork, writing, photography, cooking, channeling with your guides, visioning exercises, or taking a class to learn a new hobby or skill. You could go adventuring in your chosen location by seeking out energy spots, finding local uh, recommendations to explore, checking out community events, or that hole-in-the-wall restaurant someone mentioned to you. Now, I want to share a quick side note on how to get the locals to open up when you travel somewhere new. Because asking someone to tell you the best locals spot is never going to work. Well, maybe sometimes. I guess it depends on the local you ask. But if we've never met before and you lean over to my table in a restaurant, ask if I live here, and then ask me to divulge my secret spots, I'm definitely not going to tell you about that one spot in Glacier National Park where you can more or less get a beach on a lake all to yourself that doesn't require a hike to get to. I mean, if I know you, I'll totally tell you, of course. But this is a tip from a local adventure photographer and all-around cool dude that you should totally follow on Instagram. His name's Isaac Johnston. He suggests asking locals the question, what do most people miss around here that is beautiful? That is a solid gold question right there. That is how you find the secret spots. Now, he's a photographer, so he's looking for beautiful places in particular when he travels, but you could replace beautiful with interesting, cool, unique, special. You get the idea. So, okay, back to the retreat. Once you have a general idea of the way you'd like to spend your time, you can focus in on a location that fits your needs. It could be as simple as scrolling Airbnb options in your town, looking for anything that catches your attention and feels supportive to your intention. Or if you want to retreat further away, think about the vibe you're looking to immerse yourself in. Do you feel called to be with towering trees or crashing surf? a babbling brook, warm desert air, sparkling snow. With these descriptions and feelings, you can begin exploring outward on a map from where you live, depending on how far you want to travel. I like to pull up Google Maps and slowly expand outward, using my intuition to guide me. Does the name of a town or area catch my attention? Do I see a feature on a map that I'd like to explore? Am I reminded of a place someone once mentioned to me that I still haven't visited? As places call to me, I open a new search tab on my browser and look that place up to see what's there and if I feel a pull to explore deeper. If so, I'll start looking at lodging options until I zero in on the right location. Once you've booked a location for your retreat and arrive at your destination, keep your mind and your options open. Sometimes, the real reason we needed to step away from our daily lives isn't apparent until we actually step away. You may have a list of activities planned and then find that all you want to do is sleep. That's your body taking over and telling you that sleep is the highest priority at the moment, 
So go with it. Sleep for three days if you need to. Cancel your other plans. You may have planned to write and then don't feel the inspiration. Instead of feeling frustrated, you might find that what you really need is more inspiration before you can begin or continue writing. So go explore, have some fun, talk to the locals. The writing may pour out of you when you get back home. The one thing you don't want to do is force yourself to do something you thought you wanted to do if you're just not feeling it when you get there. When you go with the flow, that's when you leave space for the magic to show up. And no matter where you decide to go for your retreat, take some time after you return to journal about your experience. Write down any downloads that came through or action that you want to take as a result. Doing this helps ground energies and ideas from the ethereal into the physical. Even if your retreat is just a few uninterrupted hours to lay in the backyard by yourself to daydream or read or nap in the sun, it's amazing how big of a shift it can make to our energy field. So go get something on your calendar for yourself this month. And with that inspiration in mind, let's shift to the energy exchange. The location I'll be sharing with you today is San Juan Island off the coast of Washington State in the northwest corner of the United States, just a short distance from Victoria Island in Canada. Unlike most of the Northwest, which is known for its significant rainfall, lush greenery, and dense tree cover, this group of islands is in a rain shadow from the Olympic Mountains and gets much less precipitation than Seattle, which is only 65 miles away. With summertime highs in the mid-70s Fahrenheit and a little rain, it's made for lazy days in the sunshine and stargazing at night. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that this was the location that wanted to be shared with you for the month of June. No matter where you are or what the weather is like where you are, take a moment now to close your eyes and imagine summer on San Juan Island as I share its essence with you. Take a deep breath in and out and feel the warm sun and cool breeze on your face. It will be quiet for just a moment now as I move the energy. And so it is. Depending on where in your body this was most needed, you may feel tired afterwards or need to drink some extra water. It is a healing session, so take care of yourself however you feel called. And don't forget to make some plans for your own little personal retreat this month. If you're feeling called to get to know the spirits of the land a little bit better this summer, don't forget to sign up for my free training called The Art of Conversation. Three Keys to Meeting the Spirits of the Land. I'll add a link in the show notes for you to get access. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you right back here next Tuesday. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. 
I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earthkeepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earthkeepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.